You are listening to the Alouette's Flight Deck, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. All right, folks, we've been clear for takeoff. And welcome to the Alouette's Flight Deck, podcast dedicated to Montreal Alouette's football. I am Tim Capper, along with Cliffy D. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Survive the uh, heat wave? Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, I, I, I love having air conditioning. I especially love having air conditioning that can be controlled remotely. So, like, before I leave work, all I have to do is just tap a little icon on my smartphone. And when I come home to a nice, perfectly chilled house, oh, God. What a time to be alive, folks. <laughs> or I just ask Alexa to turn on the air conditioning. Oh, oh I thought, I thought it was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started recording, folks, this is what happened. I, I, was, I had to humble brag a little bit for Tim and show him how Alexa turns on and off my air conditioning at, a, at, at, a, at the request. And I thought this time it was going to happen. It was just going to click on automatically. But nope, nope, not this time. You know, if Alexa really wants to make a cameo on the show tonight... Uh, ask her, um, ask her when the next CFL game is. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. Ask her, see what she says. <laughs> All right, I'll bite. Alexa, when is the next CFL game starting? There aren't any Canadian football league games during that time. <laughs> <laughs> so cruel with her words. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> Stupid technology. No heart. No heart at all. No soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a lot to talk about. I know we were trying to schedule some somebody for tonight, but we do have some things to talk about. Um, but one of the first things we want to do is, is that I was asked by uh, uh, by the Alouette, that's cute, by the Alouette's Boutique, by the, yeah, by the Alouette's Boutique to come to their location last friday um they were actually open uh for i guess they're doing some shipping uh, from the father's day sale and uh they're allowing pickups and i think these are only on friday so please check the boutique website for more information or their twitter account uh, sorry their face uh, instagram account um and to my surprise i get there and uh, they have two mystery boxes available for Cliff and myself to do one, to do some unboxings, which we did. If you head over to our social medias, they're there uh, mm-hmm. at, Re- at Repacked and at Cliffy D. Um, and uh, another surprise, which I was very surprised to get. Um, but um, he get, and we'll, we'll mention this at the end of the show too. But uh, for when we are currently taping this, and we'll mention it, it is the twenty fifth of June. Uh, there is anybody who wants to buy something from the Alouette's Boutique now, and it's anything that's there other than what is currently on sale, because you can't combine. Uh, if you use the promo code FLIGHTDECK until June 30th, you'll get 30%, excuse me, <laughs> 25% off on your entire order. So oh, yeah. Use the, use the code FLIGHTDECK. Save some money. And get some Alouette swag. Yes, definitely. And as I said, folks, uh, in my unboxing, the 
customer service is on point 100 percent uh shipping is usually extremely fast uh i'd say and uh, like the gear i mean what else can we say i mean like it, if you haven't if you still haven't gotten any new gear or if you're looking for some retro gear perhaps i mean even though there's no games going on right now you can still get swagged up you look looking great and save yourself some money in the same pro- same time as well so uh definitely check it out once again that promo code is flight deck put that in when you place your online order so save 25 percent. who doesn't love saving money I yeah mean, that's right you're saving taxes right on top of that plus an extra 10 percent. so mm-hmm. yeah. there you go um, so also one of the cool things too that they were just introduced that, that was shown to me by cam is that um and it was something that that him and i gone back and forth about just just chatting in general but he was actually able to um have a limited run of uh of masks made uh, the ones you know everybody's wearing now for protection, you know, for from COVID, et cetera. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are currently there. They have a, a run of uh, of a hundred, limited to a hundred, numbered to a hundred. Also, by the way, and they are made out of recycled game jerseys. They're freaking cool. Mm-hmm. They really are neat, they, and they fit. And they fit very well. You would think, well, wait a minute, how would just a jersey be safe? Well, it's it's a jersey. And then they got some more, you know, some more cloth as the uh, as the piece that's facing your face. Uh, but jerseys, uh, I think that there are nineteen ninety six jerseys, or ninety six through ninety nine jerseys, and then the the delta the delta jerseys that the, the throwback jerseys that they wore in twenty ten. They had that's that's at least what I saw. But those are currently available there. And yes, the the, the promo code Flight Deck does, um, uh, it is it is good for that product too. So, and what's really cool is too, like I mean, talking about thinking outside the box just a little bit because I know a few other teams are producing masks and it's they're just like standard masks with the standard cfl team logo on it which is yeah. cool and i believe the ls will be coming out with something like that very soon as well but in the meantime like this is uh, definitely I a i don't know about that i'm under uh, the impression with all honesty dude i am under the impression that this limited run because all the proceeds go towards the alowitz foundation this that's why it's a limited run i am under the impression that this will be the only run that they're going to be doing and if i am wrong Please, somebody at me or somebody uh, or somebody text me from the boutique, and I, I will clarify. But as far as I know, Cliff, this is the only run that they're going to do when it comes to masks. Well, there you go. So, I mean, if, if that's the case, then by all means, folks, get on it because I was told these masks are moving. I mean, they're it's definitely cool to look at. It's definitely oh, a cool yeah. concept. So, I'm wondering who had, who got number one because I thought it was cool. The two that I bought, one for myself, one for my nephew. Uh, one was numbered number two. Of a hundred, and one was numbered eighty-two of a hundred. Uh, sorry, oh. eighty-three of a hundred. But still, could they get number two by total flukage? <laughs> Just random luck of the draw, I suppose. Exactly. Now we were supposed to be coming up upon uh, what would have been our home opener because the Alouettes are currently on a buy. Would have been on a buy this week. Yes. And still no news yet. Everything seems to be going back and forth, and and rumors about this, rumors about that, and we want to talk about that, obviously. Um, you know, the commissioner put out a statement, I think it was last week, I guess trying to explain his point again. Uh, the PA is still not happy because they still feel that they're not being included in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, A lot of players have been voicing their frustration to the league, to the commissioner. And 
a lot of it is is just as far as I'm concerned. Like yeah. it's just a matter of just tell us what the heck is going on. Give us something, anything to go with, which is more than a fair ask as far as I'm concerned. Oh no, of course, because I mean it's obviously safety and money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, they're they're questioning his leadership, and it it makes me wonder if there's no season. I mean, we don't we don't know some of the behind the scenes stuff. We don't know what it takes, but. You know, we don't know if the league's still going to be getting that uh, that possible money from the from the federal government, but you know what happened to the Alouettes just yesterday kind of frustrates me, and it goes towards the leadership role, and that is us losing our, our free agent uh, running back. Um, you know, I was not happy when I somebody told me. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know? So when they, it was announced that uh, Wilder was going to be retiring, I was like, come on, man. Because he was he was just on the Rod Peterson show, I think it was last week. And he was training with his with his daughter. And he, see, he was so excited to go. It just goes to show you how much something can change in a week when you don't hear squat about what's well, that- going to be happening. Yeah, not to mention too that um, Wilder has also accepted a coaching job at his at, at a high school in his hometown of Tampa, as well as starting his own fitness center in Tampa. So I mean, like he, he's got to look out for the future, which I, I certainly don't fault him for. Like, if, especially too, he's got to pr- provide for his family. So I mean, no one's definitely ever going to fault him for that, especially when it comes to the uncertainty that's going on right now, as far as whether or not we'll actually have a football season to yeah. to speak of. Like, and this sounds like it's. I'm sure he's not the only player that's frustrated and wondering what has to be done, and do they have to take matters in their own hands when it comes to trying to provide for their families, or or what? I, like, I could definitely see this. This may not be the only player in his prime that may decide to take a look at the landscape, especially if you're not getting any answers and decide, you know what, I got to do what's best for me and forget football, man. I gotta, I gotta take care of my family and. As I said, no one's going to fault you for that, but it really sucks, especially, too, if we do get a season. And like a guy like James Wilder Jr. was supposed to make an immediate impact for the Montreal Alouettes, yeah. and now he's not. Yeah. So this is— and By the way, nothing against Tyrell Sutton. I'm glad to have Tyrell to know that we still have him on the roster. Yep, but again, this, this does speak to what needs to be done now as far as the running back situation goes here in Montreal because— we thought everything was all set until William Standback decided to go try out for the NFL. Jeremiah Johnson decided to retire. Ryder Stone had retired. There was all kinds of shakeups happening during the offseason as far as the running back position goes. And now we're kind of looking at a situation where, yes, we do have Tyrell Sutton, and now he becomes the, the de facto number one back for the Alouettes. But now the running back situation, here's what it basically boils down to. You've got Sutton, you've got uh, Shaq Marie Lawrence, who does have some experience, and he's still relatively young. Uh, you got Jeshwan Antwi, who was a uh, draft pick uh, two years ago for the Alouettes. He, too, has been he, – he's young, and he's looking going to be looking for his opportunity. Uh, you got Dominic uh, – or Dominic, I should say, Bragalone, another free agent signing. Uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So now, so now, now you've got basically – two national players and two American players vying for that running back position. Now, I don't know if uh, if Montreal is feeling brave enough 
to go all national as far as their running their backfield is concerned because they also have uh, Colton Klassen, who they drafted in this year's draft, who has incredible potential. But at the same time, if you if you're deciding to go all Canadian with your 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 backfield, that means you got to have enough players in case someone goes down to injury, and then that affects the ratio as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you are you able to are you going to have enough players to subtract or add and subtract as need be and uh, replace? I mean, these are like this really does throw the Alouettes a bit for a loop when it comes to the running back situation. For sure, and I want to go back to that too. By the way, um, you know, with the decision that Wilder decided to do to go ahead and, and retire, um, can we put one hundred percent blame on this on Randy Ambrosi? Because it seems that he, yes, he, I understand that you know they, his bosses, well, supposedly are the the you know eight board of governors or the nine board of governors. But he's the face. He's the one that seems to be representing just the league itself and not the players. Is is Randy Ambrosi to? And if any others decide to leave or retire because the uh, the, um, the the CFL can't can't get their their you know act together. Yeah, get their act together. I want to say I'm going to say to get their <laughs> together. There you go. Um, is this an on Randy Ambrosi? For any of these team, teams that lose more players, is it on him and his leadership? Well, his leadership is definitely going to be called into question because he it does already, essentially— It already is. It's been called into question. Well, yes. We've, we ourse- ourselves, you and I, have questioned a lot of the moves of ha- that he's made over the past, uh, oh gosh, I'd say year and a half at least. I mean, a lot, especially pertaining to the sale of the Alouettes. I mean, how, the, how he handled that sort of— uh, yeah. Situation. <laughs> so, I, I, again, that's oh, what happened. Come when you're on, the commissioner. Cliff. Come on, you wanted to say sh- show. Well, let's call it what it is then. <laughs> what it was, I should oh, say, because now things are now, now things are back in order, or for the most part, we now have solid ownership in Montreal, and we do have the front office taken care of. So, yes, I guess. The ends justify the means eventually, but still, I mean, the, the process to get there definitely was a show. There's no question about that. Yeah. But now that as far as this current situation goes, uh, yes, Randy Ambrosi is the face of the CFL as far as representing the board of governors and the owners of all nine teams. So, yeah, he's definitely going to bear a brunt of the He's got to he's got to shoulder a lot of the responsibility as far as how things have gotten the way they are. No, he didn't. He didn't invent COVID nineteen. He certainly didn't envision having to deal with this kind of situation. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. this is the situation we find ourselves in, and I think for it's more the like the silence that you get from the office, especially going towards the players as well. Because how do you at least not find some way, shape, or form to remain in touch with the players, in touch with the the union? Yeah. And just say, listen, we still don't have answers. We're still trying. We're, we're considering all sorts of scenarios. Like, I know it's not easy, but just you know, keep the faith. Hang with us. We want this as bad as you do. Like, just something, anything. I mean, you can only pay so much lip service to the the players' union and to the fans and everybody else. But the, it, it really does sound like there's just absolute radio silence when it comes to communicating stuff from the league to their, their most important asset, the players. Yeah, and they just seem to that they're making stuff up or not making things up as they go along. Because at least we saw, you know, the NHL was keeping in conversation, even though Major League Baseball and the and and their players' association didn't get along, and and the players voted no to many things. 
at least information was being get was being given to them, and they finally decided what they were going to do. Uh, NHL's already decided what they're going to do. MLS has already decided what they're going to do, and that was too. The MLS people also didn't have to show up either because they were going through a CBA thing, which they mm-hmm. got you know dealt with right before this this tournament that, that they're going to be having. Same thing with the NBA. You know, they're they're they know what they're going to be doing. <laughs> You know, all other in all other minor league sports, and I, I'm I'm saying that way on purpose. All the minor league sports did not are not playing this year. A lot aren't playing this year. You know, all the indoor football leagues in in North America are not playing this year. It's just a matter of decide now. Hub city, adopt a city. Don't ha- uh, in your own city, or don't play. It's very simple. And then when you hear the, the comments that came from uh, Lions owner uh, Braley today, <laughs> I well, there's a, there's a, there's one vote no for, for a hub city. Yep. <laughs> and he, he knows more than anybody else how gate-driven this league is. And he's basically said without any sort of fans in the stands, there's just no point to go on. And those are some pretty uh, damning words as far as I'm concerned. I mean – yeah, I mean, you want everybody to be safe, but at the same time, I can appreciate how owners want to generate some sort of income, especially with this league. Like, you can only go so far with the TV contract that's there. I, no matter what, all nine teams are going to be taking a bath this year financially. The, I'd say the entire league for that part is going to. And it's... I guess obviously, just, obviously, they would lose the most money, though, if, uh, if they don't play at all. Of course. And it's... It really is one of those situations where it's dire enough that if they don't play at all this season, like like the 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 financial impact that's going to have is going to be tremendous. And whether or not the government's willing to give a a helping hand from the government to to try to help sustain the Canadian Football League, it's it's definitely not something you can count on. It's not something you you can you know set your watch to as far as what you know whether this is a done deal or not. Like it's. Yeah. You know, yeah, the Canadian government has been good about trying to make sure that uh, people, they're, they're, the people are taken care of and trying to get as much help as needed as possible. But Canadian Football League, I mean, it's it's a business. So, uh, I mean, lots of businesses right now are feeling the impact of this pandemic. And, you know, they're not any more entitled to a, a handout from the government than what the CFL is. Yeah, I, I know. But, you know, it's... Uh... I guess, and I think we talked about this before, and I guess we could ask the question again is, if the league doesn't play, does it fold? Or Mm -hmm. will it be, we'll just, we're not going to play in 2020, we're going to come back in 2021? You know, there are all these doom and gloomers. I hate doom and gloomers. I've gotten doom and gloomers from, from... from people that I, that that were in the arena league for all those years, you know, yes, yeah, I understand that the arena league's not here anymore. They went into bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. but I, I just. I hate doom and gloomers. It's just like, you know, to me, they just seem to be the troll of trolls, you know? Yeah. And the Canadian Football League has no shortage of trolls that are desperate to just see this league fold for any other reason than it's not the NFL. There you like, go. Yeah. Now, you know, now we've heard talks that I think was it Dave Naylor who mentioned or was it far? I think it's Farhan Lange. Who mentioned it two days ago that it looks like that they don't see the the league getting off by September first mm. by Labor Day. Uh, it would be later on, and then the Grey Cup would be played in December. 
they still need to decide what they're going to do because we're we're almost into you know we're almost into July. Yeah, and especially too, if you want to have work some sort of situation out where you get American players coming here, having to self quarantine for fourteen days, which they need to do. As I agree, they need to move their ass about this. Yeah, even if they get some sort of special exemption for you know having work visas and whatnot. I mean, like it, it is a little hard to argue that this is uh, you know essential work, but. At the same time, if that's what the government decides, then so be it. But regardless, they would still have to come here, self-quarantine for at least 14 days. And then at that point, teams have to decide what they're doing as far as keeping players safe, uh, what kind of testing needs to be done to ensure that everybody is able to perform, able to uh, to safely perform and be amongst each other. So Yeah, yeah we got to get that. I mean, there's, look, a lot, there's a lot of moving parts. Let's there is. I mean, look what's happening in the U.S., Look what's happening with with you know NHL players, uh, college football, college football student you know, athletes are coming in by the droves and they're being tested and they're popping up negative. Uh, sorry, po- positive. Positive. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, same thing with some major league baseball. They're having some huge issues at the moment too. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just, I, I I I think it is the, it's how it's being dealt with in the u.s i'm just all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah i mean at least up here that we we are seeing like numbers are starting to finally go down especially here in quebec and and in ontario like things are starting to I, I find they're steadying a little bit at least i mean like we're not seeing major spikes like you said down in the states where it's much more of a, a free-for-all and people are just sort of going about it all willy-nilly whereas here we seem at least here we seem to be trying to observe things as much as possible we don't seem to have too many people willfully disregarding the suggestions made by the you know by health officials and mm-hmm. and whatnot i mean you're not seeing everybody following everything to a t exactly but Still, i mean people need to remember to keep wearing masks i'm sorry whether you're i understand some people are anti-mask but you got it it's i think it, we've shown here in canada that this can be done properly yeah and people i do see people social distancing for the still for the most part i mean like to the point where people are like you, you are starting to see like okay, more things starting to open up now. Like bars and restaurants now are starting to slowly to get, open up, but they're all, but they're yeah, there's still still some rules that need to be followed when it comes to maintaining your distance. I mean, and yes, if you can wear a mask as well, then by all means do so. I mean, the the proof is there that you all, you will at least you will not eliminate it completely, but you will s- slow the spread, and that's what's going to s- help make things go in our favor more yeah, so yeah now obviously some fans may know especially if you're uh, unless you're you're only look you know watching the news specifically here in quebec you know some of the other some of the other provinces have have opened up uh enough that some of the training centers have been able to open up for some of the other cfl teams mm-hmm. uh, i think it's more, most mostly in the prairies if i remember correctly i think it's I think it's Calgary, Edmonton, and Saskatchewan, I think. Winnipeg, too. Winnipeg, too. Okay. Yep. So what will that be? Will they start allowing that here in Quebec and at least have some of the players being able to work over Percival Molson? Um, you know, they, 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 we, they can't, you know, even though it's still up, you know, the Concordia Dome over Concordia University, the thing that's usually up there during the wintertime, Cliff, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's still up. <laughs> you don't, but you don't want to work out in there because it's a closed-in area. Right. So they have to decide what they're going to do in soon. They really do. And, uh, you know, with everything that the Owls have offered and stuff like that, and, uh, they can keep my money as far as I'm concerned. For you're, talking about, you're talking about your the my season, season ticket. ticket. all the money. Exactly. Right. They can keep it. 
Now, I think the question is, though, because I heard a couple of suggestions, with social distancing, if it is allowed and they do play games here in Montreal, if you are given the opportunity, Cliff, would you attend a game? Well, the football fan in me is going to say, yes, absolutely. I want to see a, a game, of course. But I also want to know what the team is doing to ensure that we're that the however many participants, whether it's I would, I would, not, say, I would say no more than 5000 people. I think that's that's the rough number I'm hearing, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's and if that's what they're going to allow, if we're, we're among the fortunate ones that can be a part of that, if we have to maintain like if somehow you have to fight, make sure that each fan is six feet away from each other then so be it. I mean, if if that's the situation that's presented to us, I mean, if that's what we have to do, then that's what we have to do. I mean, I, I'd consider myself very fortunate to be among that that group, to be able to st- still be able to watch live football here in Montreal. Yeah. And if that if they tell us, okay, well, then yes, you got to be six feet apart from other fans. You've got to wear a mask if you want to watch the games. Yes, that would be it. Just that tell be, us. That would be a Just, must. Yeah, to me, that would be a must. Then you know what? If that's what it takes, then so be it. Like I... Personally, I want to watch football bad enough that I'm willing to do that. Yeah, it's gonna. It won't be the same. Not being able to like high five your your you know your your friends in the stands and uh, you can virtually high five. Yeah, and if that's what we have to do this year, then that's what we have to do. I mean, like I, I think CFL fans for the most part are willing to accept whatever changes need to be done with the understanding that this is a very unusual circumstance, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a forever thing. I mean. Maybe they do decide this is this does have to be part of the new normal, but I mean, because I just realistically, it's really hard to envision crowds of twenty, thirty thousand fans all together. Well, def- definitely this year, it's hard to envision something like that. Yeah. Uh, as far as next year goes, I mean, gosh, I mean, we'll see as it comes because it's very. I mean, va- vaccine, da 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 da. We don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, there's... and to be honest, Cliff, I'm still fifty fifty. I'm fifty-fifty on whether I whether I would go this year or not. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I think. Uh, but again, I think regardless, I mean, if you're if you're allowed fans in the stands, however however few it may be, you've got to ensure that you're doing everything possible to keep them as safe as 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 humanly possible as you know t- to the extent that you can. If I was offered, yes, I think I would go. And if they tell me, okay, yeah, you can you can go, but. You're basically you and basically one other guy are the only ones that are going to be in this section. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, and you got to wear a mask. Fine, I'll fine. wear a mask. Fine by me. Yep. Yeah. Fine you can't, by me. You, you know, maybe it's one of those things like you can't eat and drink in the stands. You can't do this that. Like you know, it's like I said, it's going to be it'll, it'll be very different. But I think I would love to see football bad enough that you just tell me what I need to do. And I'm willing to do it. Like yeah. That's 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 personally where I stand, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels that way. It's, because it's, if you want to see football bad enough, no doubt it's going to be a very different experience than what you're used to. But I think most people are willing to adapt to the times, willing to adapt to what society is making us do right now. Yeah. And you, at, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. So, like the, to me, that's how I would look at it. Is yes, I want to see live football. Tell me what I have to do to do it, and. I, I'm fairly confident that I'm willing to do it. Yeah, and I think just the situation is now, just make a damn decision, please. Just make a damn decision. I think it's very simple, you know? Yeah, I mean, this this pandemic has been going on for, well, I think now we're in the fourth month, almost fifth. Mm-hmm. 
so I mean, like, I, I know you, information's changing. I know there's so much uncertainty right now. There's a lot of questions that simply can't be answered. But at the same time, like, you've had enough time to really sit and plan things out to really see where things are. I, I agree with you, Tim. I think it's the time has come. Make a decision one way or another and just let everybody know. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally everybody know what's going on and not through some you know, blanket statement with a lot of double speak in it. Like just God, I hate that. Get, you know, get on a, you know, get, Cause, get cause in front it, of a camera and better yet, get in, get in front of as many people as possible. Like the, the most important people and say it in plain English. Yes, we're having a season. This is what we're doing in order to make sure it's safe. Or you know what? I'm sorry. It's not happening. We're on to 2021. Simple as that. Exactly, because if they do decide they're going to have some hub cities, then they also have to. Hopefully, they're still all already in talks with the P uh, the PA when it comes to the new COVID CBA. Yep. So, by the way, speaking of money, what the hell is going on? You know, we're in this whole pandemic thing. Players are not getting paid, and then Randy Ambrosi seems to the word unilateral came across the wire unilaterally made the changes that they're going to make cuts to the to the coaches uh, to the coaches sal- uh, salary cap in 2021 <laughs> yep i think it's what fifty thousand dollars something like that yeah what what's going on was that his plan all along <laughs> I, I mean and- how are they going to keep some of these coaches and what's going to happen for the, and this was brought up, coaches who've already signed contracts, multiple year contracts, and they're doing this garbage. Yeah. And, and, oh, and, and, and Randy claims, claims that he's, he's taking a 20% cut. Claims mm-hmm. that every, all the executives are taking a 20% cut. Well, I sincerely hope so. I mean, because if you're asking, you're already drawn from a very shallow pool when it comes to the coaches as far as the salary cap on the uh, on the coaches go, and now you're going to take even more money out of out of the out of the kitty. You better be taking a pay cut at that at that point. Because that was a big question, and I, I know Randy said that in his missive to the fans. <laughs> yeah. So, garbage. Um. <sighs> Like I said, there's only so much lip service one can can pay to people. Like sooner or later, like you got to be able to produce something. You got to be able to stand behind your words 100%. And like I said, this is something we we've, we've been seeing far too often is just talking out of both sides of your mouth and we we see what's going on. That's like that's that's just that's it. That's what we this is what we're seeing. This is what we have seen. And it's got to stop. That's it. Yeah, I can I completely agree with you. Um, just want to remind everybody that um, if you want to listen to any of the archive of the flight deck, uh, you can do so by heading over to uh, best places over at uh, at uh, alowitzflightdeck.ca, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Um, I, it, it's funny we were, you know, we're saying it should be the, the opener next week, and I'm hoping everything works out because you know we were treated last week. Well, I don't know whether we could use the word "treated" or not, considering how what type to me it was a it was a garbage game. Was <laughs> the interesting uh, the CFL sim that is happening? Uh, I can't remember the the guy's name. Maybe if you remember, you can tell me. Um, but he's he's simming the the current 
It's like what they're doing, what, what some of the teams are doing for basketball. Um, but they're, they're, they are simming the season. And they're currently in week three. Uh, what would have been week three of the CFL season. And the Alouettes last week, the uh, you actually came up. You, I was going go virtual owls go. You came up with a good one, virtual owls. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. Uh, the virtual owls actually played last. Uh, they had a game that was done, and uh, Rob Peterson and Rod Peterson actually did a play by play because they're doing one game a week, play by play, versus Saskatchewan, and it was <laughs> it was a lot to be desired, but <laughs> but I will say. That I'm watching the game, and you know, this is when I really do miss football. When I'm screaming, get rid of the ball to virtual Vernon Adams, <laughs> which is what I did. And yeah. it's like, but still, the, the game itself, Kahari would not go for a third and 10 on his own 40. No. <laughs> I, I was like, what the hell? <sighs> Well, Even the one they were doing tonight, they were simming tonight. Uh, it was like no. And, and by the way, they're 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 playing. What is it? Uh, Canuck play. What is it? What's the company? Uh, yeah, Canuck. I believe it's uh, Canuck. Play. It's for the. Uh, oh Doug god! Flutie. Yeah, the Doug Flutie maximum Doug Flutie. football. Yes, like, I was. Yeah. I knew there was maximum football, and Doug Flutie was in there. Yeah. Put it all together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Doug Flutie maximum football. So. It was it was cool. Um, I mean, at least it was something they had. They were done. I think they're doing it on Facebook and stuff like that. But it, at least it was it was live, and, and they're really putting a lot into this. They're having a, a live. They're having a real person sing the the national anthem. And tonight they had somebody actually with a uh, uh, did a, they had a halftime show. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you can you can credit uh, our friends over the Rod Peterson show oh, for yeah. for doing this because uh, you know again. You can tell that CFL fans are desperate for any kind of football. Yeah, and they said eleven thousand people ended up total watching it. Yeah, I think they said for last week's game. I believe that those were the numbers. And and, and, and by the way, these games uh, are st- all the games are simmed. They're all simmed, simulated, but there's, there's only one that has play by play. So yeah, because obviously Rod, Rod Peterson, a friend of the show, has uh, he's the the former voice of the Saskatchewan Roughriders. So just natural fit for him to be doing. Saskatchewan Rough Rider games, even though there's no actual games being played. Like, this is his opportunity to sort of flex his muscles a little bit creatively. So, good on Rod for, for doing that. And also, Darren DuPont, who is also a part of the Rod Peterson show, has also been helping out with uh, the play by play on that, if you will. Exactly. Uh, and it's just fun. It's just, it's hilarious to think about, you know, where guys or anyone really watching basically a computer play simulate a football game. And to do play by play in reaction to that, it's it's hilarious. But apparently, this is quite the thing. I, I, I'm learning like there's this website called Twitch where people literally watch other people play video games, like all kinds of video games, not just sports games, but like any sort of video games. I was like, wow, and this is really a, this is really a thing, like a huge thing, like a, yeah. like a million dollar kind of thing. Like people are may actually have careers. Playing well, video yeah, games. Nin- Ninja. Uh, anybody knows Twitch and knows watching stuff, they know the name Ninja, even though he recently went over to another site. And anyways, that's that's a whole other story. But anyways, but yeah, you can make some pretty pretty big coin by by just doing the simming stuff. So yeah, so I mean, for the uh, for the CFL or so, someone to get involved, get the CFL involved in doing this, uh, and actually the uh, the Twitter 
user who's doing the simulation. His name is uh, Nelson Nelson Hekowich. I hope I'm saying that correct. Uh, I'm. I'll we'll retweet it out on the uh, Yellowwoods Flight Deck uh, Twitter account. But he's the one that's doing the sims, uh, doing simulating all the games as per the schedule. And yeah, the the uh, Sketch One Rough Rider games uh, those seem to be getting a lot more attention from Rod and the Rod Pearson show naturally. So. Uh, folks, if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, uh, by all means do. It's, it's it's pretty fascinating, actually, just to see how these sims are happening. And it's funny to note that uh, Virtual Vernon Adams, as of going into week three, was leading the league in passing yards. See, that, yeah, I know. See, that's that's where I had the question. It's not that he was leading the league in passing yards. It's that, it's that he had 500 yards in game one. And... They got blown out by twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and the coaching decisions uh, from Kahari, uh, there were uh, interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I, I mean, I, I love the effort that's being put forth, but uh, it's clear that the simulation is. Uh, I, I guess the AI is. Uh, there's a little bit of work to be done. <laughs> yeah, they were tweaking at. I think the game tonight. And by the way, you, you can always go watch them too because the games that they do live. Uh, the live play-by-play are um, they are archived over on uh, on the on the Rod Peterson's uh, I think uh, Facebook page. So yeah. if you miss it live, you can watch it there. Yeah, and definitely check out the Rod Peterson show, anyways, because I mean, like, just the the content every single day is fantastic. Uh, uh, as I said, Rod and uh, Darren do a great job just uh, talking with all sorts of folks throughout the CFL. And beyond, uh, do fantastic work as far as I'm concerned, as far as keeping people entertained and informed. And this is just yet another wrinkle to sort of add to things by doing simulation of Saskatchewan Rough Rider games. So it's not not CFL football 100% as we feel we should be having at this point. But you know what? It's still something interesting. It's still fun to check out. It's it's a hoot. By all means, folks, check, check them out. Show them the love, and uh, if you yeah, want some more information, if you want more information on the actual CFL sim itself, as I said, I'll, we'll retweet it from the Alouettes Flight Tech Twitter account. Check yeah. it out, and uh, it, it, like I said, it, if nothing else, it's gives it's giving us something to talk about. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And and by the way, it won't it won't always be Saskatchewan Rough Rider games, but if the way we're going with the way uh, Rider fans are, they'll vote that game in over and over again. Um, you know, Rod will do other games. It's just a matter of we got to vote. It would be nice to have the Alouettes home opener simmed next week. Uh, and uh, he does the play-by-play. But, eh, we'll see, I guess. Why not? Just, like I said, this is just what this pandemic is doing, folks. It's making us reconsider a whole lot of things. It's making, uh, you know, things are certainly not so black and white anymore, so... Hey, just got to keep an open mind, I suppose. I think that'd be the best way to describe it. Exactly, exactly. Um, what were some of the other topics that you wanted to to talk about in this unique show that we're doing tonight? Well, I think it was just a matter of just getting out and talking football. As I said, like, news-wise, I mean, there's, I said, unfortunately, not not a whole heck of a lot out there. But uh, it's just a matter of just keeping folks entertained and Keep it informed, which is something we've been promising everybody is that, like I said, we may not do weekly episodes like we should be, but uh, just still just wanting oh, to get the word out. This is supposed to be a weekly thing. Oh, yes. Oh, oh okay. 
<laughs> well, we, we, we get football games every week. At least we had – that's how we used to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, by the way, what, what's your thought on uh, – since obviously I don't know if they're going to do this before, but what's your thought on the league getting a major sponsor in having the fans decide the all-decade team? I think it's very cool. I think the fact that, uh, and I'm single too, a lot of the players that have been nominated, like a lot of players that have been nominated, they're getting out there on social, social media and trying to drive the vote a little bit, which is great. There's a, a great initiative for that as well. So if you folks w- want to check that out, uh, I mean, you, you're seeing it all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, like just basically your vote counts as far as the all decade team goes. So yes. by all means, check it out. Uh, I mean, so many great Alouettes players from uh, the past 10 years are definitely in the mix, uh, being nominated for each position being played. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of players, I, I, and I think a lot of them didn't realize that this was going on, and now that the word's gotten out to them, they're just like a full court press as far as, you know, yeah, I did this back in 2010, did this in 2011, and vote for me as, as part of that all-decade team, and... I expect to see quite a few Alouettes out there. I mean, I do too. Not a quarterback though, because AC technically wasn't there for the entire decade. No, he wasn't there for the entire decade. But I mean, you take a look at from 2010 to 2013. I mean, like he was still putting up some pretty pretty decent numbers, and of course, he was setting all kinds of records at that time. So yeah, I I, I definitely think he'll be in consideration for the East. Uh, I'm looking at his stats here. He, he only threw he, at that time that they have him listed here. He, he only threw for he had only thrown for two thousand yards. Oh. Still though, he's because remember he retired in thirteen. Well, yes. Well, was forced to retire. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, I know. But I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, go go to uh go go to the CFL website at CFL.ca and and you can you can uh, chime in. Yeah, like I said, make make your voice heard, folks. Because I mean, there's not a whole lot of football related stuff to talk about uh, to be a part of. So I mean, this is at least something that you can make your voice heard. As far as uh, you, you think, as I said, you think about the, the players in the past that have made an impact throughout the 2010s. Uh, this is your chance to show them the love, get them the respect that they deserve, and yeah, definitely make your voice heard. Simple as that. Yeah, for sure. Um. God, it, yeah, I said it, it. It makes it makes for weird shows. I know we had reached out to a couple of people just to see what they were what they were thinking about uh, what was going on, and uh, it it just didn't happen. But we we are on the uh, we're on uh, on the move again to try to get some uh, get some other people uh, on here in the show for our ne- for our next episode. Uh, but we wanted to at least make sure that we reached out to you because of the the special opportunity with the uh, the with the promo code. Uh, that's uh, f- uh, at the boutique. That's flight deck for twenty five percent off your order, and that's through June thirtieth. So make sure you take take advantage. There are some new items on the uh, on the boutique website, uh, uh, some new caps, etc. But hey, there, there's still some stuff there. Still twenty twenty five percent off. Exactly, and it doesn't have to be the new stuff either, folks. As I said, yeah. like, there's, they still have a lot of the the retro gear that looks absolutely fire as the kids say so regardless of whether you want new stuff or retro stuff it doesn't matter the promo code works for just about everything uh check it out once again the website is boutique.montrealalouettes.com mm-hmm. go in there you put in your promo code flight deck and right away right off the bat 
25% off your order. Like yeah. there's, there's no minimum. There's no, uh, nope. you know, you have to order this much before that promo code counts. No, just go out there, place your order, whether it, as I said, get the new swag, get the old swag, doesn't matter. Order up your stuff, put in the promo code, boom, right away, 25% savings. And I said shipping is super fast. Customer service is fantastic. Check it out today, folks. If you haven't already, go out there, get yourself some gear, man. You earned it. Exactly. Yep. Um, I said, uh, you know, if you have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, just uh, uh, you can uh, add us over on uh, on social media. As I said before, it's at Repact and at Cliffy D. Or you can shoot something over at our, our Twitter account. That's at Alouette's FL Deck. Uh, the only thing we can say is, uh, you know, uh, fingers crossed that we will hear something very soon for a no a go or a no go of the of the 2020 season. Um, but but always uh, we've been doing it. Seem to be doing a good job here in Canada. Try to stay safe. Wear a mask if you have to. Um, that that's one of the main ways that we can we can fully. Uh, uh, you know, stay healthy from this from this uh, horrible virus until there is a uh, a legitimate uh, vaccine available. Mm-hmm. That's 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 key, folks. It's just stay safe. We all want to get out there. We all want to, you know, just we all want to be with our friends. And thankfully, the government has been sort of loosening things a little bit. But I think the key right now, and I think we're seeing this a lot in the United States, is don't overdo it. If they give you an inch, take an inch. Don't take a football field. Yeah, especially in this case, don't take a football field because we want to get back to football fields and watch football games being played. And the only way that's going to happen is if we just take care of ourselves and take care of each other. That's that's all there is to it. If we want to get back to as close to normal as possible, these are the things that unfortunately we have to do it. And that that's all there is to it. It's just we we just got to stay safe, folks. Exactly. Uh, so we will talk to you guys soon. Again, stay safe. So everybody here at the Flight Deck for Cliffy D, I'm Tim Capper. We're on Final Approach. Take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off to the great white north. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.